0: It's that time again, time for my losers of the week, and as per usual, a lot of options, plentiful, and a vast array of morons, communists, and wokesters to choose from. Here are my selections in no particular order. Let's start with our president, Karine Jean-Pierre. Wait, you haven't heard? She is apparently the president now, according to her own Twitter account. And damn, all this time Joe's been thinking Kamala was the president, and it's been KJP all along. Wow, what a plot twist. Or, perhaps the person that speaks for Joe Biden and Kareem Jean-Pierre sent out a tweet to the wrong account when he or she was attempting to gaslight the American people into thinking everything is going well with our economy. There you go, bingo! I'm still not sure who is in charge over there at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, but I do know it's not this guy. On to Loser 2 this week, the actress who plays the new and not improved Snow White in the upcoming Disney remake of the classic film, Rachel Zegler. I don't really care that she's not white as snow, as the fairy tale would suggest. I care more about the fact that she's an insufferable, woke brat who seemingly hates the character she's been casted to portray. Roll it. There's a big focus on her love story, um, with a guy who literally stalks her. (laughs) Weird. Weird. All of Andrew's scenes could get cut. Who knows? It's Hollywood, baby. I was scared of the original cartoon. I think I watched it once and then I never picked it up again. So at this point, Disney and Bud Light should just plan a joint funeral and get it over with. I'll send flowers. Furthermore, pretty much every film Disney has put out in the last year has been a remake. Little Mermaid, Haunted Mansion, and now this. Y'all really have no new ideas over there at Disney? You have to take classics from my childhood and woke them up and call it a new movie? Do better, Disney. Oh, on all fronts, do better. But speaking of weird characters that need to do better... My last loser, or should I say losers this week, are these, um, <clears throat> let's go with they thems who were protesting outside of a Let Women Speak event in Austin, Texas. What do we want? Trans to go ahead and say it. Why do all of these trans rights protesters look the same? Maybe there are normal, stable, bathed, and mildly attractive trans activists out there, but I have yet to see them. So in the words of Tiffany Gomes, I don't think they're real. But my losers of the week, they are real and real nauseating. Moving on now to the biggest news of this week and, well, every week, Trump indictment number four. We're all frustrated. We all feel pretty helpless to do anything about it. But meanwhile, Joe and Co over there are seemingly getting away with a massive pay-to-play scandal that enriched their family while putting America up for sale to the high.
1: Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
0: It's bitter. A two-tiered system of justice, no doubt, but what's the solution? And then there's that whole censorship thing, you know, where Americans, including yours truly, are suppressed, reduced, and shadow banned on these supposedly free speech platforms. So not only is the fight unfair, but we can't even really talk about the fight or the unfairness without being kicked off of, well, everything. Feels like all we do on our side is cry, moan, and rage tweet, and that's about it. We want to make a change, but we feel hopeless. My next guest has been doing his damnedest to expose it all, drain the swamp, and fix this mess, but can it be done? God, I hope so. Joining me now, Congressman Jim Jordan. Congressman, do you ever sleep? Because I can't imagine you'd have any time to do such a thing with how busy you are.
1: We are busy, but no busier than you. Uh, we appreciate the work you're doing, and, and it's you're right. The Biden administration doesn't like you, Tommy. Go, go figure, um, because they were coming after you. They even, they even in the in the what we've called the Facebook files, they even were uh, sending emails to Facebook saying, "Hey, can you change your algorithm to 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 make sure everyone sees New York Times articles?" but doesn't see you and Tucker and Daily Wire and all these other things. I mean, that's how egregious this was. And God bless the federal court down in Louisiana, the Fifth, the, the, the Western District of Louisiana, where we got that great decision on this is censorship. This is not the private sector making it. The coercion and the pressure from government is censorship. And they had 83 pages of fact in that great court opinion.
0: And I want to get to more on that in just a moment because there's a lot I want to talk to you. But first, I want to talk about some news of the day, and that's uh, your pal, your... Your buddy over there working hard with you, uh, James Comer, now today asking the National Archives to release the unredacted emails from Joe's time as vice president because he was using pseudonyms, and I understand about three different ones at this point. I thought his only pseudonym was Brandon, but apparently there are more. So tell me about what this means and how maybe this will give us some new information we have yet to see.
1: Well, I think it just is more of uh, the oversight's investigation into the business side of this. Uh, we now know from Mr. Archer's deposition a couple of weeks ago that the the whole idea of having Hunter Biden as part of this 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 operation was the brand, and the brand was the big guy was was Joe Biden. So now they're looking, to, and we know that Joe Biden was dinners, phone calls, and meetings. All that took place 30some meetings with one of Hunter Biden's business partners, dinners with the wealthiest woman in Russia who gave 120 million to one of these 20 some different entities that the Bidens had set up, gave 3.5 million to the Biden to to Hunter Biden. So we we know all those things took place and now we want to find out more about the communications uh between President Biden and and the, the folks he was he was emailing. So this is just part of that further of the of the business side of things what we're going to do on the Judiciary committee we really want to talk to if you remember when Mr Shapley the whistleblower testified he talked about this meeting on October 7th 2022 where David Weiss is in the meeting Mr Shapley the whistleblower there were five other folks in the meeting we want to talk to those two IRS people three people from the Justice Department Mr uh, Chairman Smith and I we think those are the those five people are people we want we want to talk to so we're going to pursue that I think uh when we when as just as soon as we can
0: now i know that this might be further on down the road but i talked to my friend cash patel about this last week and i said you know there had to be at least in some scope the president the then president barack obama had to have known something about something he put joe in charge of of ukraine you know we've got that famous video where he laughed about getting the prosecutor fired over in ukraine at what point do you guys call in President Barack Obama, ask him some questions? Is he ever going to have to answer for any of this? Because it's miraculous to me that he wouldn't know any of this took place with his own vice president.
1: Well, it is interesting because remember, let's take for example, this uh, this Elena Batarana, the, the wealthiest lady in Russia. She actually sits down with a dinner with Joe Biden, Hunter Biden and other people in the Biden business operation. And this dinner's in 2014. Now. Uh, and she's the one who spent 120, you know, paid 120 million to this one real estate venture they were involved in, 3.5 million to, to Hunter Biden. Why was she so interested in spending time with the vice president of the United States in 2014? What was going on in the big picture? Well, that just happened to be the spring of 2014 when Russia took Crimea. And you're wondering, was she concerned about possible sanctions coming against her? Was that the motive for this? And And you're right. You think the whole State Department would know about this. The entire administration would know about this. So I do think we got to pursue this more. Uh, Mr. Comer, as he, as you indicated, is looking at more of the emails. At some point, I think he's probably going to go after Hunter Biden's actual business records, his own business records, own bank records uh, as well. But we want to do this in the logical, methodical fashion. And then the speaker has been clear, Tommy, that if we need to go to an, in what's called an impeachment inquiry phase of our oversight, that we're going to do that. And I think the evidence is piling up so much now that we're, we're, we're probably going to get there. Uh, It just, I think, I think the speaker just wants to make sure it's done in the, in the logical fashion that we're supposed to do uh, our oversight under the constitution.
0: And I understand that, and I know that you guys are doing it the right way. You're trying to make it, you know, bulletproof, and I think that's the way you're going to have to go with everything stacked against you. But every day on Twitter when we talk about these things, I see so many of my fellow average Americans that say, listen, the Democrats are cutthroat. They want to imprison, you know, the leading contender for the White House in 2024. And Republicans, you know, God love you, but you guys do investigations, and we have, you know, little tidbits here and there. You stack up the evidence, and then nothing happens. They feel like we get to this point where you guys present so so much evidence where it is evident that there was foul play here right. and then it feels like nothing happens what do you tell those people that are so frustrated they feel like the Democrats just go for the jugular no, and you. we always play nice
1: no it's 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 frustrating uh it, I always say the number one question I get this uh, it seems like is when is someone going to jail you know when when are some of these people who uh meanwhile as you said they're, they're coming after President Trump four different indictments is just crazy so uh I always remind folks we're the legislative branch all we can do is the oversight um, we can do the investigations, we can get the facts on the table, we can propose legislation and we can use the appropriations process to limit how your tax dollars, your listeners tax, your viewers tax dollars, how that is spent. Um, and we're going to we're going to do all that. But we're going to I mean, we've done 60 some different depositions or transcribed interviews. This Congress we we just keep we've done. I think I've issued more subpoenas than the rest of Congress combined. Uh, not that it, not that that's the measure. The measure is what what are you finding? And I would just say this. Here's one win we got. And this only happened because Republicans are in control of the House of Representatives. You saw three weeks ago where the IRS announced they will no longer be making House calls, unannounced House calls on American citizens. And of course, Danny Warfall said that's because we're concerned about the, the safety of our agents. Bull roar. They changed that because we caught them when they were knocking on Matt Taibbi's door while he was testifying in front of our committee. And we dug into that, and we found that they were looking at before they went to knock on his door. They checked to see if he's a concealed carry holder. They looked at a bunch of different facts about this guy. So that's what we we figured out in that investigation. That's why I'm convinced they changed it. So that that's a positive change. Again, not enough, and we're gonna keep doing uh keep doing our work.
0: When you talk off the record to your Democrat colleagues, you know, there's got to be some good folks over there that you work with. Did they say anything to you that any of this stuff with with Biden bothers them, that the fourth witch hunt into Donald Trump bothers them? Is there any sense that they have a little buyer's remorse of the system that they helped create?
1: No, I mean, I think there are good Democrats around the country, but the left now controls the Democrat Party. And I... I don't see any of my colleagues, you know, speaking out in the way you just described, Tommy. In fact, I think so many of them are just out to get President Trump. But, um, you know, I just think the left has such a hold of, you know, the Democrat party today and where they wanna take the country, what they're willing to do, what they're willing to, you know, Fonnie Willis, Alvin Bragg, what they're willing to do, this indictment with 18 other people named is so ridiculous. that's that who has that's who has control now of one of the two major political parties. And it's really sad. That's why it's so important for Republicans to stick together and fight in a in an aggressive fashion, but in a in a way that's consistent with the Constitution, but to stick together and do it, because we know what the left is doing to us, how they've turned these agencies against we the people and what they've done with these these prosecutors in Fulton County and up in Manhattan. It's crazy. Um But no, I don't see anyone in Congress on the Democrat side agreeing with us um, because I think maybe, maybe they're afraid of the left. I don't know. But I just know the hard left has control of that part.
0: Yeah, I would assume that there is some intimidation there. I don't have you for much longer, Congressman, so I have to get to this. My biggest question is, when is White House Digital Director Rob Flaherty, when is he going to be called to the carpet? Because this man has mentioned me in emails more times, than, more times than my own family at this point. So I want to know, why is this gentleman still working for the White House and what's going to happen to him?
1: He's left the White House and we're, we're trying to get him in for a deposition. So we are we are definitely pursuing that. Uh, we think it's important to talk to this guy he was the one, I mean, he was the one swearing at these tech companies saying, when are you going to take this post down? When are you going to do this? Why don't you change your, I mean, on and on and on it goes. And remember, the White House on, I think it was 37 hours into the Biden administration, there's an email that comes from the White House to Twitter, and it says, can you take down this tweet ASAP? And the tweet is from Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So think about it. Third day on the, on the job, this administration is trying to censor their Democrat primary opponent, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And now, of course, they're trying to put their general election opponent, President Trump, they're trying to put him in prison. That's how ridiculous, how wrong this has all become. So, yeah, uh, we want to talk to Mr. Flaherty because he said all kinds of things that were in um, Schellenberger and Taibbi's uh, uh, language. I like what they said, that the censorship industrial complex, the White House working with big tech and big media to limit what Americans are allowed to say to limit our First Amendment freedoms, and it's as it's as wrong as it gets.
0: well congressman, if you do if you do talk to my buddy uh, Rob Flaherty over there, I'm gonna send you a signed headshot because he seems to be the head of my fan club, and I think that he needs <laughs> a, a Tommy Laren photo to put on his wall yeah. or something because well, yeah. the exception the obsession is real. Congressman, thanks for spending so much time with me, and thanks for all you do.
1: You bet, thank you.
0: God bless. And it's time for final thoughts. If you're wondering why the trust level in modern health and science is so low, well, look no further than this. The American Medical Association is floating the idea of taxpayer-funded uterus transplants for men who think they are women. No, I'm not kidding. The June edition of the AMA's Journal of Ethics centered around the ethical analysis of uterus transplants for bio-males who want to be females. Oh, and important to note, this paper also floats the idea that this kind of crap should be taxpayer-funded for equality and inclusion purposes, of course. This procedure, which I can't even believe is a thing, let alone categorized as life-saving in some regards, costs between 100 dollars and $300,000. If these whack jobs want to spark a damn civil war, start forcing people to pay for dudes to get uteruses. I don't freaking think so. This AMA journal went on to explain that some biological men want to have uteruses to have babies, and others just want a uterus to make them feel more like women. Isn't that special? So glad the American Medical Association is pouring time and money into such an important medical issue of our time. How to advance male pregnancy, menstruation, and feelings of femininity. Hand these scientists a Bud Light and call it a day. Our goose is cooked, folks. Previous generations wanted to find a way to put a man on the moon, and here we sit in 2023 trying to figure out how men can gestate babies. I just really don't know where we go from here. But I also recently learned that the LGBT barbecue now has more letters and symbols. L-G-B-T-Q-I-A-2-S-PLUS. Would you like to know what that stands for? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, questioning, intersex, asexual, and wait for it. Two-spirit? 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 What on God's green earth is two-spirit? Speaking of going to the moon, perhaps that's not such a bad idea. If liberals are hell-bent on affirming two-spirits and dudes with uterus transplants, maybe the moon with aliens isn't such a bad idea. And fellas, be careful what you wish for, because I've seen some of you bedridden for days with a common cold, so I can't imagine how you'd fare with a period or human birth. Good luck. Those are my final thoughts. Be sure to like and subscribe to OutKick on YouTube from Nashville. God bless and take care.